In an era where everyone thinks their opinions are so damn important, I'm here to give you a little piece of my mind. Welcome to Unaffiliated the Podcast with your host, B. Seth. Let's go. Welcome to Unaffiliated the Podcast with your host, B. Seth. In this episode, Daisy returns to the show and flips the script by interviewing me. You won't want to miss this. And if you enjoy this podcast, please give me a like, a follow, a share. It'll really mean the world to me. Thank you so much, and I hope you enjoy. And in five, four, three, two, and one. Hello, world. Welcome to Unaffiliated, the podcast with your host, B. Seth. I have a very special guest in the building, returning guest again, yes, Daisy. Um, so this is going to be a special episode for all the viewers. Uh, you've heard me speak my mind on so many different topics and stuff like that. I feel like y'all don't really know much about me, unless you're like a friend of mine. But if you're just a listener, you're probably like, who is this guy? Mm-hmm. So this episode, I asked Daisy to come through. She may or may not have a podcast in the works or something happening yeah. i'm not gonna pull the cat out the the bag yet is that is that it cat out the bag or hat which one is it i don't know all right whatever that saying is i'm not gonna put all her business out there but uh she might be an aspiring podcaster on her way up so she's gonna interview me mm-hmm. this is something that never happens here so she's gonna interview me and i'm in the other seat yeah for the first time so Daisy, this is your show. Take it away. Okay. So you mentioned you're 30 now? Yes. And you also said you were going to do go to New Orleans this uh, weekend. So that was one of my questions. What are you going to do Correct. this weekend? In um, New Orleans? Yeah. Or just in general? Uh, just this weekend for your birthday. You know, I have no clue. So when we go on trips, shout outs to Sean and Theo. They were on the last episode. Uh... When we go on trips, we're we're a group of men, so we don't plan you don't the best. Plan it. Yeah, we just okay. kind of go with the wind and wherever it takes us, it takes us, and uh, end up having some of the best times of our lives. Honestly, true, so, true. As long as we got, like I say, good food, good drinks, everybody feeling good, we normally find some some pretty cool stuff some to get fun. into. Okay, yeah. so. What do you feel? How do you feel about starting your 20s? I mean, your 30s? Uh, I'm excited about 30, actually. Good. Because there was so much trial and error mm-hmm. in my 20s, just being a dancer and stuff and living here, living there, just trying to figure it out. And a lot of my younger years were spent just having the idea in my head that if mm-hmm. I was good enough, I would make it. Right. But I think the older I get, I realize being good enough isn't not even half the battle. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, working smarter, not harder, like that saying. Yes. Uh, being strategic with what you're doing. Uh, putting energy into certain things if you want to see certain things grow, you know, no matter what it is. So for me, I'm excited about 30 because 30 for me is like I'm refined I'm a lot more logical about things. Mm-hmm. I know my strengths. I know my weaknesses. I know my talents. And I'm just, I think I'm at a point now where I know how to, or I'm at least figuring out how to put them all together. 
So it's exciting for me. I think 30 is it. Maybe 32, my life is going to look completely different. I think it is, especially with what you're doing. Doing something completely different than you were in your 20s. That's facts. Yeah. Yeah. Big facts. (laughs) I did not expect this to be a podcaster. Oh, like just all of this. Like this is this is different, but it's dope. I love it. That's actually one of my questions. Did Uh you? What influenced you to start a podcast? So ever since I was like a little kid, I've always loved just talking about Mm -hmm. stuff. Like, shout out to my brother, Carlos. I remember I used to go in his room at nighttime and I'd just be like, yo, let's talk. <laughs> like, as a kid, like, I'm like seven. And he's like, what, seven years older than me. So then we would get in there and we'd just talk about whatever either of us have in our mind. We'll have like really deep discourse. And I'm doing this as a kid. Mm-hmm. So I've always liked, I guess, diving into conversation. I'm not really one for small talk which is why a lot of people don't really know me unless you've really talked to me, mm-hmm. right? Which is one of the reasons I wanted to do this. But uh, so anyways, I was in LA maybe 2000, let's say 16, mm-hmm. 17. And I was just like, like down. Cause it was just like, yo, this isn't what I wanted it to be. You know what I'm saying? struggling not really getting what i wanted out of the the entertainment industry and i was like what else can i do to kind of like just build off my brand in general Mm -hmm. because my brand for so long it was solely the dancer but after a while i realized yo there's a lot of shit i love to do there's a lot of shit i'm good at Mm -hmm. it's just the world would never know if i don't show them and a lot of people are afraid of that because a lot of people feel like you know going through that whole process again is kind of degrading to yourself or some shit or having to go from the bottom back up in something but for me it's like i don't know i think it's exciting i think it's dope i think it's dope that people know me as a podcaster and have no clue that i can dance like some people are like that that's crazy so anyways i was laying in the bed i was looking at the ceiling i was depressed as fuck And I said, let me start a podcast because I was watching a lot of Joe Budden podcasts, Joe Rogan, all the heavy hitters. And uh, I said, you know, I would love to do that. I would love to just have my friends on the show. We talk about random shit we always talk about and see what people think about it. Mm-hmm. So I made a logo. I found this random logo generator. I started playing with different ideas and I had three logos first one was the honest podcast the second one was uh unaffiliated just unaffiliated and then Mm -hmm. i said unaffiliated the podcast was the third one Mm -hmm. slept on that didn't touch that for two years i had a surprise birthday dinner in la two years later at a korean barbecue spot two of the dudes there were telling me about this story where they got stranded overseas essentially and i was like yo that's crazy as fuck we should tell people this story, right? I said, yo, come through next week. I'll order some mics. I'll use my computer, whatever. And we'll record this conversation. I'll put it out. I've been meaning to create a podcast anyway. Mm-hmm. They came through the next week. We recorded it. Now we're on episode 42. <laughs> we're here. Love it. Just sporadic kind of. 
But that's how it happens. It's really weird. Yeah, it's sporadic, but at the same time, there's so much foreshadowing. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's really weird. So if you see a lot of foreshadowing in your lives, people, mm-hmm. it's probably the universe, God, telling you something. Telling you to do it. Yeah. If Seriously. it keeps popping, if you can't escape it. Yeah. It's probably something you should. If you keep hearing it. Right. Same thing. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Shout outs to the chat. If you're in the chat, uh, holla at me. Holla at me. We're on Twitch for everybody who's on Spotify. We are also on Twitch. Check us out. Yeah. So that was my other question. How did mm-hmm. you pick the name? But you just said it pretty much. So the idea was the whole thing about this podcast. It's from my perspective, mm-hmm. essentially. Right. So the biggest thing about me, anybody who's ever known me. I really don't affiliate myself with too many trains of thought. I'm very flexible and open-minded in what I'm willing to adopt or believe as truth because I feel like we're all kind of searching for truth anyway, right? So let's use politics, for example. We're not going to dive too deep into this, but I'm very moderate. Like I understand sides of liberalism and i understand sides of conservatism because i think the balance is where harmony happens right so unaffiliated was this is a show where you might feel like you're angry at some of my takes one episode and then the next episode you're gonna love my takes Mm -hmm. because you never know like this is just free thought so unaffiliated i am not affiliated with any groups with any trains of thoughts nothing or at least to the point where i can't be constructive so that's how i got the title i love that (laughs) yeah because now a lot of people want to put a label Mm -hmm. on a lot of stuff i think it's always been that way but especially right now because of social media you get to hear all these points of views and everybody wants to put a label on everything and so many people get mad at shit because they have to side with their team yeah you know what i yes. mean like it's it's almost like seeing a sports fan who can never be honest that their team sucks this season right <laughs> some people are so set on just affiliating with certain trains of thought that they a lot of just probably beneficial information gets lost in the yes. cracks you know and it's, it's not, fucked up they don't <laughs> want to look at the other side right yeah exactly so and then they miss a lot of stuff yes. exactly if you could go back to any age what Ooh. age would you go back to and why if i could go back to any age what age would i go back to and why hmm <laughs> i think for me it would definitely be like seven i don't know seven mm-hmm. uh, see i wouldn't i would probably go back to like 21 mm. 22 mm-hmm. when i went to la for the very first time oh, okay. it's the first time i moved there mm-hmm. i would have just did a lot of things a lot differently i would have started this. thinking like this uh-huh. you know what i mean not just necessarily the podcast but just the idea of as an artist especially now with this social media world mm-hmm. like you have to diversify and you the brand is the nucleus more so than what you do i feel like at least some people can do that Mm -hmm. that's what i would have focused on then because there's so many different things i could have used to my advantage 
um just even dance wise like there's just thinking business minded is okay. the biggest advice i would give any artist out there like think of your shit as a business if you're a painter you are a business owner whatever you're freelancing you you run that so you have to be consistent you have to be dependable you have to have something that people want to consume i think that's a lot of things that's one of the things that a lot of us artists struggle with is we made this from our heart so you better accept it mm -hmm. that's that's so like unreasonable like people aren't gonna buy it because you expect them to they're gonna buy it because that thing serves them mm -hmm. so you have to start thinking outside of yourself while still being able to hold on to that passion and that that drive especially in the creative process so it's, it's really a a game of like tug of war really but i would have been thinking that way more so at that point and who knows where i would be but i don't really harp too much on that stuff yeah. but if i had to go back probably like 21 21 and just yeah. think more business yeah because like i said earlier like i just especially the generation before me like dancers wise choreographer wise it was mm -hmm. always just work work hard 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 like if you are just so fucking good and you work hard and you're versatile you will make or that's the only way you'll make it at least but the whole landscape of everything has completely changed so yes. for me it's like like i said it's about working smarter now and mm -hmm. i would have told myself that then i would probably would have saved myself from a lot of injuries from a lot of heartbreak, from a lot of just, you know, shit that, you know, looking back, maybe lessons that brought me here. Mm -hmm. But if I could have bypassed that, I would definitely have told myself mm -hmm. that. So 22, 21, 22 ish. You also answered one of my other questions was, what's the biggest advice you would give artists or another podcast host? And you basically Brand yourself. It brand yourself brand yourself when people see you they should automatically like correlate that to whatever it is you're pushing mm -hmm. right and i have to work on this myself like i'm in the process of branding myself better so uh make sure your social media shit is up make sure you have decent quality shit um we're in a state now which is really weird because when I was coming up, again, I'm always going to relate this back to dance. When I was coming up, it wasn't necessarily about having the best looking stuff mm -hmm. as much as it was just about the talent, right? Mm -hmm. But nowadays, because everything is at such a level technically, you kind of have to meet that level to even be competitive, so if if you're an artist and you truly love whatever it is you do, you're going to have to invest into it just to have a certain quality, just a technical quality. And if you have the skills that can pay the bills and you can blend that together, now you're on to something, right? So this whole idea that you're going to out hustle bad quality is it's not going to work. Not today, right? So my advice is put money into your shit. If this is what you want to do, if you want to be a rapper, Pay for those studio sessions. Pay for the videographer to shoot your music video. Pay for shit. Some rappers do vocal lessons and stuff. Like, really mm -hmm. think about all that stuff because it's only furthering your business, right? So if, if you're McDonald's, McDonald's is going to figure out 
a hundred different ways to to sell to stuff, right? Yeah. To be better. So yeah. you have to do the same thing, artist. Your passion is not enough. But if you have passion mixed with all that other stuff, mm-hmm. now you're special. Yeah. Yes, that's definitely what I've been learning too recently. Mm-hmm. What are you looking forward to in the next five years? This mm-hmm. growing. Um I'll probably be done with dance in the next four years as a performer. Mm -hmm. So I've always maybe in the far future, I can see myself maybe owning a studio. I have actually some ideas for that studio slash training facility just to give back kind of. But yeah, I'm just excited to see all of this branding journey I'm on of pushing myself in different directions, seeing what that looks like in five years because... I'm excited about it, really. This is this is one of the most, and we use the podcast specifically, this is one of the most rewarding things I've ever created. Oh. Like, for real. Because, like, even as a performer, like, think about Michael Jackson or something. They mm-hmm. say when he goes on stage, he's a completely different person. So when we perform, we're, we're acting, essentially. We're, we're, we're becoming a character... It might be a genuine character, right? But we know we have to show that when we're performing. The cool thing about the podcast, I get on here, I talk. I'm being myself 1,000%. I don't have to try to be something that somebody wants me to be. I don't have to audition. I don't have to put on this, not necessarily a facade, but this this role. role. There we go. Just to be successful in it. And that's why it's rewarding. People are fucking with this shit, and this shit is 100% me. That's almost the exact opposite of my dance career, because you have to be something. What is your favorite thing to cook? Now we're moving on to your hobbies. favorite thing to cook. I'll probably say that right now I'm in a phase where I'll just throw some stuff on the grill and just go ham. Okay. So who taught you how to cook? Really? I mean, I'm a parents taught me a few things when i was young mm-hmm. but really uh even as a kid like i used to watch the food network and shit like <laughs> for fun <laughs> for fun i used to go yeah. in the kitchen and just try stuff i remember i got to the point where i got pretty good at certain things i would make it and see what my family thought about it mm-hmm. so i kind of just honestly trial own. and error yeah trial and error that means you love it it's cool yeah who doesn't love food well, cooking. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> cooking is cool. It's just the cleaning part. Yeah, that's Like, if too. I could hire a cleaner, I would be cooking all the time. Well, I help my mom with the dishes all the time. I'd rather do that than cooking. Word. Depends. See, I, you but I do love dishes. baking. I okay, do yeah, love that. I yes, yeah, I enjoy it. I'm not too well-versed on the baking part. <laughs> so, what would uh, your ideal day be like? Ideal day? Yeah. What would you do? I like to relax. Okay. So... If I'm in the crib chilling, maybe got a good nice drink, got some good food, throwing some Netflix, I'm at that point. That's where I'm your super cool with that. Sounds so relaxing. <laughs> like right for now. real. Maybe hop on the game for a little bit. That's I'm cool it's on your that. Perfect day. Now outside of that, maybe if I you know went to a resort or something, okay. travel to you know different country or something, that would be dope too. But like okay. a regular day, I'm pretty mm-hmm. chill. What is the topic that you enjoy talking about the most? Uh, ooh. 
I don't think I have a favorite. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't know. I like topics where there's back and forth, mm-hmm. like kind of debatey type mm-hmm. stuff. Like I like debating. I'm not gonna lie. I think most of my friends know I that. I can tell. <laughs> Maybe all the listeners have realized this oh, yeah. as well. Yes. But uh. Yeah, so I think some of the hot topics now are, of course, like the relationships type stuff. Uh-huh. I'm not really big on the political stuff. Like, you know, I don't want to talk about COVID and stuff like that, even though I do have my opinions on it. But mm-hmm. fuck my opinion on that, because, <laughs> you know, some things some things you don't have to have an opinion on, especially about that, and especially voicing it, especially things that could be harmful because, you know, that's one thing again like even with the show even people i bring on i don't want there to be like a message pushed necessarily like just we can have a discourse but like you would never see me bring somebody on and just let them go especially if it's like some fragile very yeah touchy Touchy type stuff which is Mm -hmm. i have a lot of episodes i have not released for that very reason Mm. so Mm-hmm. Yeah, sometimes your opinion shouldn't be shared. And that's what I'm learning in this space, too. Um, your words hold a lot of weight. Like, for real. Yeah. Your words hold a lot of weight. So, so yeah, like, the relationship stuff is always fun. Um, yeah. Shout out to Naja. She's been on a few of those. Um, yeah, it's that's probably that's, that's, that's probably where one. it's at right now right yeah, now right. yeah because people being like too kevin samuels and stuff like that they've kind of <laughs> oh, opened no. this can of worms <laughs> to did. where everybody is now a relationship expert and it's fun it's fun to have these these conversations Albany. yeah that is a pretty touchy subject right now yeah very sure. true um when you were little what career did you think you were gonna go oh after? I thought I was going to be a lawyer at one okay. point. And then I think I thought I was going to be a chef at another point. Yeah, mm-hmm. probably those two. Fresh out of high school. No, in high school, I got signed to an agency. So as soon as I graduated, I was just on go. Who would you like to interview, dead or alive? Well, I really don't like interviews. Mm-hmm. But if I could have like a really dope a conversation talk. with somebody... Um. Hmm. Who would I like to have a conversation with? About anything. Uh, hmm. Kevin Samuels. Definitely. No, I would love to have oh, him you on would? the show. He can definitely come oh, on the show wow. anytime. Well, that would be great. Invitation. Um, but there, there's a lot of people. Him, like The Rock. Oh yeah. Barack Obama. Just like some some people just have very sharp minds. So, yeah, it would be cool to even just be in the room to hear certain mm-hmm. people speak. Uh, uh, what's his name? I think. Uh, damn, what's his name? Neil deGrasse Tyson. Mm. That's somebody I would love to just learn. Like just smart Talk. dude. Yeah. yeah. You went to college and you graduated, right? Yes. From what was your major? uh management business management with a minor in human resources okay so yeah. that that's definitely helping you right do you feel like it is 
in like a right now, professional sense or business. like just mindset um i'll say college never really taught me anything that was useful until my senior year in college mm-hmm. senior year last semester it was this class where basically we had to each set up a business and we had to do everything like inventory the mm. calculate the roi like all that shit and at the end of the semester your grade was based on whether your business was failing or mm. you know thriving so that was really dope because i learned a lot about the the outside or the insides the inner workings of yeah. business the marketing budgets the stuff like that it was really dope uh yeah so i think that helped me and then outside of that i really started getting into investing and stuff learning about investing figuring out how to make my dance stuff more lucrative so Mm -hmm. i kind of just did my own independent research on that but college helped me last semester because it kind of just threw you in there like a mock business owner nice Yeah, it was pretty cool but other than that college is trash for me i think it helps you to uh learn how to teach yourself on a lot of stuff that is something i have learned and of course mm-hmm. if you're learning science and all that stuff yeah right but i think for other things it just teaches you how to get yeah. stuff done that's true much. yeah on a deadline on a deadline you because you work under so much stress mm-hmm. which is helpful it is helpful like there's times when like i really want to release but i have like almost no time mm-hmm. so i'll wake up early the day of yes. like eight o'clock i'll chop up the episode i'll do all the editing just to release by 11 like that's some college shit right that is (laughs) i love that you do that because you're like motivating yeah it's like i don't even have to do that and sometimes i don't like i said i gotta do better but i do that a lot keeping yourself accountable yes like if i miss the dead like consistency again the number Mm -hmm. one thing about a business is consistency you got to mm-hmm. consistently deliver a product. What would McDonald's do? That's what I always ask myself when it comes to business type stuff. Make it happen. They would make it happen. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like that one morning you said, I think we recorded the day before mm-hmm. and you released it the the, mor- the next yeah, morning. Yep. I was so shocked. I'm like, wow. Because uh, I, I know you went to sleep next, late. I woke up like probably like 9, 10. Yeah. And chopped it up and put it out there that is motivation but yeah i think college has taught me how to just get it done right no matter what no matter what at all costs or you will fail (laughs) or yeah exactly (laughs) that is the best skill i've gotten from college right uh what is your biggest way to stay consistent we just kind of talked about it but biggest way to stay again just knowing schedule growth relies on consistency like if i don't consistently water that plant it'll die you know mm-hmm. so that's that's about it just, just discipline yeah you're either growing or dying and if you're not being consistently consistently pumping that nourishment into whatever it is it's it's not gonna turn into what you want it to be mm-hmm. okay. and that goes for social media especially social media now like you have to be ultra consistent yeah i've heard mm-hmm. that too yeah so how did you learn how to take criticism? I know we've already talked about this, but I know that's a big thing. Yeah. Uh, because I was worried about it. Like when you criticism. are already thinking about starting your own business, 
especially in art uh-huh. or something like this yeah it's not for everyone but you just have to learn how to deal with that and how did you because you've been doing it for a while yeah so criticism for me again back to dance so let's say we had these auditions where they called them cattle call audition auditions right mm-hmm. so basically you're in a room filled with 500 to thousand thousands of people learning a combo just to get up in front of whoever you're auditioning in front of and do the combo maybe once twice and then you're either cut or you're making it to the next round. So when you have like those kind of stipulations, the likelihood of you being cut is a lot larger than the likelihood of you making it, making it right. So I think the entertainment industry kind of conditioned me to the point mm. of the, the win loss ratio is very skewed in that world. Right. Mm-hmm. So I've kind of gotten used to that. To where some things are it's a numbers game a lot of times right but the best thing you can do is come prepared come ready make sure you have your toolkit ready for when you have to do the job right mm-hmm. um what was the original question again i'm sorry uh how did you deal with criticism or how did you learn how to okay yeah so i think just being in that environment i learned not to take things so personally mm-hmm. because you know even as a dancer like you're being casted into a certain role. So it's not necessarily just how good are you? What do you look like? How tall are you? Uh, we need a black guy. We need an Asian guy. Mm-hmm. We need a, a white girl, whatever. So sometimes like they're literally putting things in position based off a vision they've already had right so i feel like and this might be a weird comparison but i feel like sometimes the consumers are like that they have it in their head what they would like to consume again we talk about people liking to be affiliated with certain ideas so for me um criticism is just it's normal you shouldn't take it personal uh if you think it's applicable applicable you should apply it but sometimes fuck it that shit means nothing to you so for me really i think what i've learned is you really got to hone in on the people who support you Mm -hmm. and focus on them Mm -hmm. find your consumer base and make them happy because that's gonna just it's gonna strengthen your brand because now you have people who are really loyal to relationship your relationship right exactly it's it's a two-way street versus trying to please people who don't even fuck with your shit you know what i mean so so yeah yeah okay that makes a lot of sense Mm -hmm. i think that's the biggest reason why people don't want to start their own business or their own brand fear yeah it's fear you know because it's it's a lot you know i'm saying it's a lot to to bear Mm -hmm. so what is your favorite type of music to dance to favorite type of music to dance to definitely rap hip-hop r&b mm-hmm. uh there was this one period where dubstep was hot mm-hmm. in the dance world trap step any kind of house music yet yeah, i'm very versatile when it comes to dance so okay anything <laughs> oh yeah i've seen your videos pretty good 
Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> Since you do like to drink, um, you have different... Uh, I know I've seen you drink wine. Love wine. A lot of guys don't like wine, or maybe they Love just don't want to try it. Yeah. Yeah. It's probably a mixture of both. Um, for me, I like wine because it's chill. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. When I get more health conscious, I like to stay away from liquor as much. Yeah. So a wine for me is like a chill. A medium. It still make you feel good. It's still mm-hmm. a nice experience, but it's not like a whiskey or something or a tequila. You know what I mean? Definitely. I like not. wine, but I mean, of course, I like the tequilas too and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, I'm big on wine because one day I actually want to have a vineyard of some sort, like make oh, my own wine. But is... this is like old me, older yeah. me. Yeah. Because there's not many black people in the space, at least to my knowledge. So I think it would be cool oh, yeah. to have like a black owned wine. That'd be that dope. would be so cool. Yeah. What do you like most about yourself? And it could be. What do I like personality, most about myself? physical attributes, whatever. Uh, I think I'm very like stubborn, which is a good and a bad thing. That's so true. It's a good and a bad thing. It's mm-hmm. true that I'm stubborn. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> All right. but uh, No comment. I'm just right, kidding. Right. Yeah, I can definitely see that. But yeah. not like, so it, it can be a bad thing, right? But mm-hmm. when it comes to maybe people. Mm-hmm. But it's really, really benefited me when it comes to just growing, especially in different crafts and stuff like that. Just mm-hmm. being so relentless, like. Like, if I enjoy something or I want to do something, I become obsessed with it almost. Like, it's like it, it's nothing to wake up early and edit or to mm-hmm. be up all night editing. Or when I was dancing super hard, when I first started, I would go in my parents' garage from, like, sun up to sun down, drenched, just practicing for damn near years, right? Months for sure. Um, so for me, I like that aspect about things are about myself that if I really want something like mm-hmm. truly, truly, truly want it, mm-hmm. I really become obsessed with it. And a lot of people don't have that. I feel like not trying to say I'm better or anything, but a lot of people don't have that. So I, I really admire that about myself. Yeah. And I think I'm pretty cool. Yeah, you are. <laughs> eh, I'm just I'm all right. <laughs> appreciate you yeah that's it no no you are um yeah i think that's a good thing like you said a lot of people don't have that persistence yeah persistence persistence even to the point where and that can fuck you up too it can fuck me Mm -hmm. it fucked me up plenty just Mm -hmm. sometimes not knowing when to move away from something or beating a dead horse you know what i mean yeah so yeah but i like that I think that's what's going to bring a lot of success. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Because it goes back to what you said, consistency. Mm-hmm. That's what you need. Facts. More than motivation. Facts. Oh, what is your favorite book? Oh. I know you read a lot. Uh, the Book of Five Rings. It's a very short book. Very short book. But uh, oh. it's probably my favorite. Probably the most impactful book I've ever read. Wow. What is it about? Is it... So it's about this samurai. His name was Miyamoto Musashi. Uh And basically the legend goes, I believe it's a true story. I think it's true. I'm sure it's true. But uh, anyways, he was a kid 
I think like 13. Mm-hmm. And he heard of this samurai who was just, I guess, beating everybody in duels. So he wanted a piece of the action. He carved like a little boat out of a tree. Mm-hmm. Rode his way to this island to meet this samurai to duel him. Wow. And ended up winning and killing him. Right. right? Yeah. 13-year-old kid. The dude was like, I think. 30 or something in his 30s 13-year-old kid he had at least between i think 30 to 50 duels after that in his lifetime and was undefeated so after that he kind of retired in a village and became like an elder or some shit like that and he really was bored because he was used to battle so he was just trying to find ways to keep himself busy so he wrote the book of five rings which is his philosophy on life and in battle. So the whole book puts you in the mind of a man who was undefeated in the face of death 30 to 50 times. And it's very profound. It has a lot of Buddhist kind of themes in uh it. Very, very dope shit. Very dope shit. And very short. You can find it on Google, actually. Um, But yeah, Book of Fire Rings. It's probably one of my favorite books. That sounds interesting. Yeah. Check it out. A lot of mental work, I'm sure. Definitely. And a lot of appreciating the world around you mm-hmm. and also realizing, I think we've talked about this a lot, how powerful each of us are, but at the same time, how we're all so minuscule at the same mm-hmm. time. It's like that that dual duality of it. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yes, you're capable, but this isn't about you, right? So that, that book really... Uh, really gave me some perspective impacted you for sure yeah what do you value the most in relationships and that's friends family uh loyalty loyalty that's about it yeah loyalty i always say that but it's it's more than that because when you respect someone you're loyal to them right so that comes with respect respect and if you love someone then you respect them then you're loyal <laughs> leads back to that yeah well okay respect and loyalty mm-hmm. definitely yeah this was all about what makes you laugh the most what makes me laugh the most that's a hard one <laughs> i'm always laughing about something probably just no. <laughs> being around friends and funny people and family like i got some funny people in my life so <laughs> Just any time we chop it up, there's usually something really dumb and funny that happens. Yeah, I'm telling you, when I heard that <laughs> podcast last week, I was cracking yeah. up. And that's normal. That's so normal. That sounds like a regular phone conversation that we all have, like, <laughs> weekly or something like that. So You just start recording your conversations and some making them, them podcasts. Some of them can't make it to the podcast, <laughs> unfortunately. But the ones that can, yeah, we might we might think about just it. Just start recording, <laughs> make a different podcast for that. Right phone conversation (laughs) (laughs) we've thought about that with my friends too because we do have some really funny conversations but like you said not all of them are meant to be heard some of them should be kept on the phone just between (laughs) us and the feds (laughs) so what is the biggest piece of advice you would give your 20 year old self you kind of already said that but maybe you can add on to it work smarter not harder work smarter not harder balance 
because yeah. that relentless aspect of me that shit like really cost me a lot like mentally physically because i was yeah. paying so much attention to the goal and not myself yeah so work smarter and find balance which kind of goes with working smarter yeah that's so true that's definitely what i'm focusing on too mm-hmm. just not overdoing it but not being lazy yeah just a nice medium medium give yourself you need rest days mm-hmm. you need to relax sometimes i won't release on friday it hurts me but i know uh let me just take the day feel, off let yeah. me take the day off <laughs> so yeah you gotta have balance and don't just do it because you know you're just being lazy like you said but sometimes it's about self-care you know mm-hmm. and not to do overdo your self-care either because right because then at before. that point you're just chilling <laughs> <laughs> you're self-caring too much yourself is fine at that point yeah i remember during covid um my job shut down yeah so and i wasn't in school at the time oh shit so i yeah i took a week off to just do yeah. nothing. there you go it was fun but so, then i just got back to it after that you gotta do that shit sometime mm-hmm. got to got to <laughs> word well this was dope it's cool answering questions because i feel like there's a lot of questions that people maybe didn't know about or didn't know my perspective on it so yeah thank you for coming here and asking me these dope questions thank you uh where can the people find you on instagram my f- uh it's daisy dot escobar 95 hell yeah it will be in the description uh do you want to tell the people about what you got going on yeah the podcast world (laughs) so i'm definitely uh gonna release a podcast soon um i'm also learning how to edit podcasts Uh, well i'm i've already learned the editing part Mm -hmm. now i just need to learn the other part that comes with it which i'm sure you know which is a lot more yeah Yeah. um yeah i'll definitely be releasing it soon and i'm very excited i'm gonna focus on raising awareness of what is going on in the Native American community and the Mexican American community as far as mental health mm-hmm. goes and generational, I guess it could be called curses, but yeah. it's really generational problems. Right. Yeah. So that's what it's going to be about. Okay. Well, whenever you launch, you're welcome to come through here and push it and we'll just send it out to all the listeners thank you um thank you again for coming make sure y'all subscribe to the youtube the spotify the apple podcast um twitch we're on twitch now so twitch.tv slash b underscore seth on youtube spotify and apple podcast unaffiliate the podcast if you want to support hit the cash app dollar sign unaffiliated the pod patreon dropping soon behind the scenes type stuff unfiltered uncut conversations that i couldn't put on youtube all that good stuff coming soon stay tuned and until next time peace